Hello, everyone, and thanks for giving us a listen. If you'd like to show our support, please check out our Patreon and Linktree under Interactive Distractions for access to additional Day One content, as well as to be part of our awesome community. Thanks again, and we hope you continue to be distracted. Hello and welcome to Interactive Distractions, episode number 436. My name is Christopher Riccio and I'm here with Jason A. Stryker. Hey, how's it going? And Travis Baum. Hi. And today we're going to be some do, be doing some distractions and news and idle chit-chat. Uh, and that should wrap it up for, for this week. But, but uh, before we do any of that, let's see what's going on. Travis, what's up, buddy? Oh, hey, how you doing? Um, hey, yeah. what's up? N- nothing. Things are... Things are... Things are rough right now. <laughs> Just trying to keep our <laughs> keep our heads up, man. Yeah. No, I'm at the point. I'm, I'm at the point now fully where like the unemployment is just like completely gotten to me. It's affecting yep. my mood. It's yep. affecting my every single day, man. And it's yep. it's just it it's just getting rough. So um, so just really trying to push through that. Uh, I mentioned last week, like doing some extra projects around the house. Acts of service is my love languagey type Ooh. thing. So like I just just doing stuff makes me feel when it passes the time. And then do you call maintenance uh, for that too? Or do you... I don't call maintenance okay. for that. No, because right. it's like general like deep cleaning <laughs> just, and just stuff light like bulbs, that. Like, Jason, just light gotcha. bulbs. Just light bulbs. Just light bulbs. <laughs> now it's only hard to reach light bulbs. Um, so so you know we are uh th- that's a deep cut you got to go back a couple episodes folks that's to, right uh, yeah uh, there is a so, short for it though <laughs> there is there is um so um so other than that i was like you know what let me just focus on the house let's focus on this no outside uh acts of god are going to mess around and, and mess up what's all what i'm already trying to keep together and then out of the blue yesterday it looks like los angeles is going to get its first hurricane and 80 Ooh. years. Oh, exciting. <laughs> yeah. Damn, really? Yeah, yeah it's uh, uh right now it's Hurricane Hillary and as of right now it is oh, that's uh, in that's in Mexico right now, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, right now it's uh projected to uh hit us around Sunday evening, Sunday oh, afternoon, Sunday evening, but it'll be a tropical storm by then. So Okay, I, okay, good. I expect some rain where we're at. Um we're not necessarily inland. Um, we're close to Malibu, but it's still about a 15 minute drive down to the water. So I'm not worried about any storm surge. I'm not worried much about, um, well, we'll get some rain and when it rains heavy in Los Angeles, we don't have the infrastructure for a lot of drainage. So I think downtown, downtown LA is going to be hammered with flooding for sure. Um, unless this thing takes a turn, which it doesn't look like it is. Um, but where we're at, it's it, it seems like we're going to be pretty cool. Like I'm more or less worried about places that are like where Melissa and I got married on Catalina Island, which is in Los Angeles County. It's just an island off the coast of Southern California. Um, and it's a beautiful little uh, tropical hideaway right outside of downtown L.A. And uh, so there's places like that that I'm concerned about more or less. But other than that, it's uh, we're, we're just going to get a little bit of well-deserved rain and that'll be that'll be it. So. Keeping the head up, keeping the chin held high, and um, putting all my galoshes this weekend. That's pretty much all that's going on. Jason. Yo. Hey. Hi. What's shaking? Uh, what is shaking? What's shaking? 
Uh, you na- you nasty boy. You nasty, nasty boy. That's, we that's were it. we were singing Janet Jackson before we recorded, Just so little, as we normally yeah. do. Yeah. yeah, that's right. That's right. And that's a that's a tradition before the show. Yeah, you know, we've been doing it for for you know since two thousand seven. It's Janet, Miss <laughs> Jackson. If you nasty, <laughs> you should hear you should hear me and Jason's karaoke duet of Scream. Oh my, God. which is fantastic. We do the dance and everything. It's yep. awesome. Yeah, it's lovely. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> so we're we're trying to ease into new schedules and stuff. Uh, Lisa's got a, a, a part time job that she's working on uh, mm-hmm. right now at a at a museum. Uh, oh, cool! Nice, Maria, cool. Which is really cool. Uh, she's got her own office and everything. A neat little gig. Um, and then so I, yeah, I'm taking care of Griffin during the day and stuff after he gets home from school and stuff, and we're doing homework and it's it's been fun. It's been it's been neat. Um, I don't know, changing that stuff up a little bit. So yeah, any any news is good news on that front. Um, I'm still looking for a job, but uh, uh, uh I ordered new buttons though. And yeah. I oh, be good. <laughs> That's good. Here we go with the buttons. <laughs> do you Jason, have them to show off? Is, Jason, is that what you're? Actually. Oh, okay. Let's see what you got. These are these are buttons for my Victrix. I finally decided to get some buttons for my Victrix, which is a, like a super high end uh, um, arcade stick. Uh, and I can't get the wrapping. Here we go. These things are beautiful, though. Oh my god! Ooh. Wow, coming like a display so, case and everything. Audio. Audio That's only, amazing. audio <laughs> only listeners, you guys need to step up and go on the YouTube page. Get on YouTube because you just and missed, look at these you missed buttons. two visual things from the show. <laughs> so good. So good. These are Quanba buttons. Quanba gravity. Quanba. Yes, yeah, Quanba. They're, they're Chinese buttons. Uh, but they come with these really cool tins and they're silent. Yeah, that's fancy shit right there, dude. Yeah, they're they're fucking they're awesome. I I've, I've got them in like three of my sticks right now. So, I'm nice. Not nice. a okay. one, but uh yeah, that that's that's my life is buttons and fucking I'm I'm glad I'm glad hey look, whatever we ha- we unemployed guys whatever we unemployed guys have to do Seriously. to stay afloat, to stay tread in water, you do it. Yep. It's you keeping me it. sane. It, that's there we about go. It, so uh, that's it for me. How about Chris? Ooh. Uh, whew, it's been a week, man. Um, I honestly, th- this week has been pretty stressful overall, and I don't even remember if we talked about this last Fun. week, Travis. Did I mention what was going on with Ahsoka last week with my with, cat? With Ahsoka, you did. Yeah. Okay. Did. So uh, I don't know, Jason, if you listened or not, but my cat had a pretty violent seizure Ooh. on uh, Saturday. So took her to the emergency vet on Saturday and they weren't much help. They were like, yeah, we could do blood work. It'll be $600 and it's still not going to cover everything. So I was like, I can get blood work done for less than that at my vet and they're going to cover everything and I'm going to have to go there anyway. So just don't bother. Um, So took her to the vet on Monday. They did the blood work. Um, They gave us a prescription uh, for seizure medicine that we picked up from a pharmacy, like went to Target and picked up a pet's drug sure. at the pharmacy mm. um, and uh, got, got a call back from the vet today and they didn't find anything in her blood work. And that's, that is not what I was hoping to hear because there's obviously something wrong and I want to know what it is. And at this point we don't know. Um, so we were hoping that it was going to be, you know, she's got epilepsy or they said it might be viral or, you know, it might be, 
Um, it might have to do with, you know, blood sugar or something like that, but they didn't give me any, give us, give us any indication of any of that. Um, so she's taking the medication now and our next option is to take her to a, uh, essentially a, a vet neurologist. Oh no. Hmm. So, um, you know, we're, we're trying to figure that out. Uh, Crystal thinks that she had another seizure the other day. Um, but we, she didn't see it. Uh, she just saw Ahsoka walking around, um, and she was wet and smelled like urine. So Mm -hmm. thinking she had a seizure and like peed herself while she did it or something like that. Um, so yeah, that's been pretty stressful overall. And, um, I, I'm really afraid for my cat and I want her to be okay. So, um, you know, other than that, like, you know, work is really busy, uh, but good kind of busy, like a really good kind of busy. Um, so home front is stressed because of the animal work front is actually doing very well. Mm -hmm. Uh, we actually are, uh, we're, my team's working on a new application and we are launching in, uh, hopefully October, uh, like first thing, October, uh, deploying in September, launching pilot in, in October. So, um, it's pretty exciting time right now. Uh, my team's been killing it. Uh, I, you know, we've been, uh, I ended up giving them, uh, half the day off the other day because they finished, everybody finished early. (laughs) So, um, it was one of those things. I was just, I just got the opportunity to do it. I said, you know, everybody go home early. And then I, I basically told them two o'clock and then my boss comes and she goes, Oh, just let him go at noon. And she's like, I'm hungry. Let's go to lunch right now. And I'm like, cool. All right, we'll leave it now. So we'll do that. So we did like Tuesday, we did lunch and happy hour. And then we did another, we did our normal Thursday happy hour today. So, um, yeah, things, things at work are going pretty good. So many, happy uh, it's hours. A, yes, the, well, we usually, we usually do happy hour on Thursday and, uh, Tuesday was just a, you know, a, something special for them. So, yeah. um, our director's coming <laughs> next week. Ooh, um, so that'll be interesting. And he's going to get a, a deep dive on the new app that we're building. Um, so it's pretty exciting and it's a, a new director. So I've only been working with him for, couple months uh but he seems super down to earth uh like my last one-on-one we spent like the task the last like 10 minutes talking about diablo 4 i'm like perfect <laughs> you know nice. this, is, this is my boss's boss and we're talking diablo 4 this is perfect yeah yeah um, it's pretty good yeah but uh yeah i mean that's pretty much it for me and then uh lots of one game so <laughs> let's move on uh and uh let's do some distractions and i know what jason and i are going to talk about yeah. so i'm going to pass to to travis first Travis, uh, th- what do you got? Yeah, so it's just one thing. It's not going to be a shocker. Um, but luckily, I think this is probably the last time the game gets brought up. Um, but the only thing I've really been messing with was Final Fantasy 16, putting the finishing touches and putting a bow on that bitch. Um, did you get the uh, the plat- platinum? I, I didn't get the platinum. I decided, I decided today that I'm not going to go for the platinum. One, oh, really? Okay. Uh, one main reason, uh, I don't really care. So... <laughs> I <laughs> I fair. mainly okay. I mainly I mainly want I wanted to get as in all Final Fantasies get like the ultimate weapon and finish the game since this has a new game plus finish the game on new new game plus on the Final Fantasy difficulty. Um so I uh I did that uh got the ultimate weapon finished up all the side quests all the hunts. Um so all that's left is to there's no final dungeon you just take on the final boss. So um 
uh, at this point, it's just doing that. So I won't even talk about that. I'm just, just assume that it's been done, but, uh, yeah, I got the ultimate weapon. So pretty much like the game's easy mode, like you still have to try, but you don't really have to go through as many rotations on fighting bosses. It still makes combat super fun. I I can't like for anybody who has not yet jumped into final fantasy 16 yet, just do it. It's that combat is just undeniable to me. Like I, it's super fun. Yeah. I, I, I can't, like I, I don't need to play the game anymore. I'm for all intents and purposes done with it. Um, but I just want dying for DLC. I want I want more fresh combat, mm-hmm. new combat, new enemies, a little bit more story. Like, I want more of that. Hmm. So, I think I think personally, like, uh, and you know, and, and granted, I haven't played it in a few weeks, but um, you know, I have been super critical of Final Fantasy since ten, and this is the first one where I've really been like all in i love it let's do Mm -hmm. this you know um and if it wasn't like if it wasn't for like boulder's gate coming out and stopping and wanting to basically beeline it through the diablo story to Mm -hmm. before uh you know before boulder's gate came out i would still be i'd be playing it right now boulder's gate has just kind of distracted me a little bit and it's it's really scratching a dnd itch for me so i haven't i just haven't gotten back to final fantasy but i know i will because Mm -hmm. i enjoyed it so much um but yeah, I, I've been, uh, it, it, I, you know, if you ever loved Final Fantasy at all, kind of owe it to yourself to give this a shot. Yeah, yeah, you won't, you won't believe how, um, how, uh, I, don't, I don't know. It's just, it's just a great game, man. Um, so it feels that's, great. That's, yeah. That's, where, that's what you're going. It yeah. It feels great. Yeah, it just feels good. Um, so that really is it. Just, it's, it's the calm before the storm. Like we're about to get, um, we're about to get smoked. <laughs> a shit ton of stuff, yeah. We're about to get smoked, I'm and uh, yeah. yeah, I bet <laughs> I, I, I'm so I'm so envious of you guys because like I, what I wouldn't give for like a month's head start on Baldur's Gate, like that would be the perfect amount of time for me to at least get a massive chunk of the game done. So if another game comes that takes precedent, like the fact that like this is going to come out and like a couple of weeks later is going to be Spider Man is just killing me and that's not counting oh, yeah, starfield Spider-Man. that's not counting the mario game i want to get that's not counting a bunch of games that got moved out of the way of middle uh of, of middle october to like so which we may talk about more a little bit later on in news um but yeah so i like i'm so envious of you guys getting that head start and it's been a while since i've had like massive fomo for a game solely because of the pc requirement um i think the last game was witcher 2 mm-hmm. where like I could not play it on console. It's only available on PC and everybody's oh, yeah. like talking about it. Like that was one of those, one of those one things. And I remember like actually Jason, you, uh, we did an industry stream at your house with Witcher two. And that was the first time me seeing at that, at that point in time, it was the first time me seeing like an up to date, pc game super impressive like i was just like super jealous and that game came out like i was like eight to 12 months later uh on console so uh, it was it was a hard wait so it's been a while since i've had that fomo but it is so so hard to watch everybody play it enjoy it and talk about how great it is so um but guys tell me how great it is let's do it (laughs) actually it sucks it's awful it's my bad yeah (laughs) You're not, you're not missing anything. <laughs> All the characters are terrible. I heard. Yeah, I yeah. heard they're pretty bad. No, I, as an anecdote, Chris and I were playing a little bit yesterday. Uh, and I was telling him how 
there's a there's a goblin keep uh in in the game this is a very early game. pretty so early it's like, not much of a spoiler or anything but uh yeah you go and you infiltrate this this goblin keep or whatever and uh, they have down in the dungeon these two giant spiders right i found mm. myself down in the dungeon and found myself befriending these spiders okay uh and i let them loose and i didn't really think too much of it because they, they just seemed thankful you know they're like you know great we're out of this place every once in a while i would hear a scream a goblin scream oh no <laughs> come to find out that these, <laughs> these spiders were just kind of like walking through the keep and like killing goblins <laughs> as they That's just awesome. came across them yeah it was just uh just a Neat little anecdote that I wanted to bring yeah. out. Just uh, some of the emergent gameplay that can come from from that game. It's pretty nuts. Uh, I like it an awful lot. Um, yeah, it's yeah. it's really. Um, You're saying it with like a big smile on your yeah. face too. Like I'm serious. Like it's been it's been like it's not often. Like we talk about games when we have fun with it. We love the hobby, but like yeah. you're sitting that you sitting there and you just said like I love it, and you mm -hmm. had like the biggest smile on your face. Like and it's just like man, it, it's got to be good. good. It's good. It's got to be good. Yeah, yeah. It's like I said last week. Like the last time I was this like distracted with a game, mm -hmm. and I use that that term purposely. You know, it, it, I am very distracted with, with this game. I'm always looking for new information about builds and things like that. And it's like it was Elden Ring. And that's a, that's, you know, that a pretty huge. Yeah. yeah, it's a pretty huge uh, compliment. So um, but I've I put I think I'm at like almost 30 hours now. I'm still in act one. I'm still only level four. <laughs> you know, there's. There's so much to do. I've done a ton of side quests. I keep exploring the world. There's always something new around the corner. Um, I, uh, I I got so Jason and I got to play some multiplayer yesterday. Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, we both started a new game uh, and I got to I, I rolled a little forest gnome fighter chick. And she runs around with a fucking sword that's bigger than she is. Oh and it's course, great. It's amazing. She's so cute. She's got freckles and, and stuff. Oh, jeez. And mm. she kicks everybody's ass and she's like this big. It's great. And <laughs> and and like when, when she gets into dialogue with some of the other characters, like the dialogue, the camera is at her head level. So you see her looking up and the other characters looking down. And I don't know why that is so entertaining to me, mm -hmm. but it's it really shows that they put a little bit more of that attention to detail and how the dialogue works. But um, just like, you know, success, su successfully rolling intimidation for a, a little gnome chick is hilarious. I love it. It's yeah, great. That's awesome. Uh, I think my favorite part was that we came across, across some brigands and she didn't even have to roll the intimidation. <laughs> she just, mm -hmm. was just like, get out of here guys. And they're like, okay, all right. <laughs> and they were gone. It, it was so once in a while when you're playing uh, and you're in a dialogue situation, um, it'll give you dialogue options that are based on skills and things like that. But sometimes you'll get one on race. Sometimes you'll get one on class. Mm -hmm. So for that particular conversation, I had a, uh, a dialogue choice that was based on class, which was fighter. And, and she basically just says, do you really want to mess with me? I will wipe the floor with you or something like that. 
And the dude who was trying to intimidate you was like, no, forget it. I'm not messing with her. And they all <laughs> left because of this little gnome chick. It was hilarious. Um, so yeah, on, on the co-op front, so how does it, how does it work? So say, say we've all been playing for about 20 hours. We're at the same level and we go and say, okay, let's do a co-op session. Um, can you bring in your pre-existing characters into that game? Or if, and if, if everyone wants to start a campaign together, do you have to start over and create a level one character from scratch? That I'm not entirely sure. Uh, we, yeah. we did it from scratch. Um, mm-hmm. So I don't know. It, it seems to have drop in, drop out. Um, right. But I don't know exactly how that's handled. I hear there are side effects um, okay. to it. Um, like if you drop into someone's game and they already have a full party and I don't know if this is accurate, I'd have to go look it up and and get back to you guys. But from what I originally understood, if you drop into a game that uh, with someone who already has a full party, like the, uh, the, the party member that gets removed from the party is now gone Mm. from the game, like dead. Uh, and, oh, wow. and again, I, I don't I, I I need to verify that. So that don't take that right. at face value. But it feels like but I feel like that's one of the reasons drop in, drop out hasn't been very popular. Everybody I know who's done multiplayer mm-hmm. has done it from the start. Um, and uh, it was the, it's the way to do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, and, and it's one of those things where it's just you, you kind of treat it like it's a D&D campaign. Just mm-hmm. get a group together, say this is the date we're going to meet. We'll do it like once a week. We play for like two or three hours and you just go through it that way. Mm-hmm. You know, I think I think there's a lot to be said about playing this game that way because it does it like when you're playing it, it feels like D&D. It does to me. Um it's just it's it moves a little quicker. Um and, and there's just slightly less options, mm-hmm. you know. Um but a lot of times a lot of the things that you that they allow you to do are things that you can do in D and D and you know, granted in D and D you get to be a lot more creative and it's a lot more open and the GM gets to work with you on making decisions, things like that. But uh, for most intents and purposes, it's, it's very, very much D and D and without all that pesky role playing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the role playing is a, a list of choices for you. Yep. And that's pretty much it. So. Yeah. That's, and that's fine by me. Uh, that That's as deep as I want to put my, toes in i guess i I agree i think i'm in the same i'm in the same boat there um another quick question and this is something that jason brought up um on his like first early impressions a couple of episodes ago but he had brought up the concept of uh the karmic dice option Mm -hmm. that's on i think it's on by default right it is yes so and for people who are not not sure what what karmic dice are it's basically a passive system that um protects you from being like super successful with you know high quality roles but also on the flip side it makes your uh roles uh it it helps you avoid consistent like critical failures and stuff so but i've heard that actually makes keeping with that being on by default which is shocking to me i feel i've been seeing online that people are complaining that they're having survivability issues with their characters um, and when they turn the karmic dice off and everything is a organic role every single time, yeah, you're going to get a lot more misses, but people found that their characters and their party members were staying alive a lot, uh, a lot longer <laughs> and everything. So, so um, what have you guys done with kind of, dice? I haven't turned it off. I've left it on, but karmic dice also work for the 
enemies. So that's important to understand. Correct. Correct. So, yes. you know, it, it you don't go on these long mist streaks, but neither do they. Yeah. And more often than not, there's more of them than there are of you. So mm-hmm. that's important to understand. Yep. Um, so in, in a lot of battles, the, you know, as you get deeper into the game, you're outnumbered. It's four against a shit ton, you know? So it's like you got to figure out how to strategically go through the battle without getting your ass handed to you. Mm-hmm. Um, so in in situations when there's like one of the battles that that, you know, in, near the beginning of the game that Jason and I are in uh, that or went through, uh, you start out, you kind of surprise one dude and you beat him up. Right. And then you go through another d- door and there's another surprised person and they go and get their friends. And it turns out to be uh, five of them at that point. Another way to get into that room is you can actually drop through the ceiling and it will straight up be six on four. Mm. So you can be outnumbered very early in the game and the karmic dice work for them, too. Mm-hmm. So if it's trying to stop them from having, you know, mistreaks, they're going to beat you up a little bit. So mm-hmm. I haven't turned them off yet, but, you know, I could I could see that being a thing, especially in um, situations where you're fighting large groups. Yeah. Yeah. I think I'm going to turn it off probably immediately yeah you just got to understand that when you turn it off like randomness is really random so you mm-hmm. could you could go like you know five ten misses in a row it's it can be frustrating but yeah i haven't turned I'm it used... off yet yeah. <clears throat> oh you did turn it off no i have have no. not no. oh yeah yeah, yeah. yeah okay. like i haven't had a situation where it's been like oh i got screwed by the karmic dice i haven't felt that um, does the game let yeah. you know that the karmic dice have taken effect is no. okay no, so it's no. completely passive it's, okay it's all yeah it's, it's all behind the scenes mm-hmm. uh, i will say this like i i i know for a fact like it, it you know when you roll a one or a 20 <laughs> and even with karmic dice on i've rolled a shit ton more ones than i have 20s and they, so, give, you, they give you enough like inspirations uh which are like dice re-rolls um mm-hmm. to make it to where it's like yeah it's, it's negligible so so even if I do roll a you know critical miss or something like that, like I, I can re-roll it if I really want to, but uh, but only on skill checks, only yeah. on or conversations. True, true, true. true. They, so they don't allow you. So unlike D anD D, they don't allow you to use the air inspiration on attack rolls. Mm-hmm. So attack roll, the attack roll is an attack roll, and that's pretty much it. Yep. Um, Jason, how are you? I asked Chris this last week. Um, so for me, like this. One of the what probably the main thing that I'm most excited about is the fact that um, this is going to bring me back to my it's going to help scratch that that itch or fill that void that Mass Effect left with decision making uh, choices in your conversations affecting, you know, other characters or other story points mm-hmm. branching off in different areas. And so uh, like, it's just my the most anticipated part of Baldur's Gate three is that for me. And of course, I'm going to play a, a, a human bard. So like going to be super high charisma and really pushing for like trying to talk myself out of many or as many situations as possible. Mm -hmm. So that being said, how are you feeling with dialogue interactions with other NPCs? And do you feel like the choices that you have um, at your, cause I think they give you like, you know, Mass Effect gives you three, but this gives you, five or six it looks like from screenshots it, it depends Cer- on the case yeah certainly not all the time and there's right. a lot of situations where i wish there was uh or were more dialogue options 
Okay. Um, so it, but how are how are you on the dialogue though? It's how it's kind of it's it's kind of random. Um, there yeah, like I said, it, it I I feel it's lacking in some instances. Uh, mm. I I had something happen to just today that it's like I don't like where this is going at all, and it just wasn't giving me the option yeah. to like back out of the mm. you know how things were going. Um, so it ended up you know in a fight that I did that I didn't want to happen. Um, uh, that happened to us last night too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so. So I think they're pushing more towards, you know, the the physic. No, no, I don't want to say that either, because oftentimes, you know, there, there's a shit ton of options um, that, you know, you can do investigation or persuasion or intimidation or, you know, uh, various things uh, mm-hmm. to get your point across or to, you know, dig deeper into the conversation or just to have things go the way that you want them to. So, um it it goes back and forth i guess it's 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 i can't i can't say that i'm i've really been missing it mm. uh or you know the um you know the dialogue options but uh, mm. there there's a ton in, in most circumstances how uh how do you feel about the quality of like the conversations with npg uh, npcs because obviously the 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 party members are going to have like the king's ransom of all the dialogue yep um, but how do like the random NPCs that you see scattered across the areas of the world that you've a lot walked have, across so far? Like have how more is it? lines than I anticipated? Um, really? Okay, yeah. good. good. Yeah, and they'll have a couple lines and they'll just kind of shut down conversation. That's fine. You know, mm-hmm. um, they're in a situation where you know they they can't talk right now, or you know they're they're busy being a slave or something. <laughs> God forbid. Um, so yeah, you'll get a couple lines out of them, but it's voiced, you know, and it's 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 fine. It's it's good. It's immersive. They do. A good yeah, the, the the acting's pretty damn good. Uh, there's good. there's a lot of variety there. Yeah. Um, a lot of variety in the char- conversations in general. A variety in the the attitudes of the characters as well. Um, you know, I like from the after last night. Uh, Jason. Uh. At, I discovered that Jason didn't get uh, Lazelle, who is the yeah, uh, one of the primary female characters that's on the cover. She's the get the Yankee fighter. Um, and, uh, you know, she's a bitch. She's straight up a bitch. And like she is uh, very uh, uh, straightforward, blunt. And she's going to tell you if you're fucking things up. Um, and she has a uh, a pretty big ego. She knows how how good she is at doing what she does, which is. Mm-hmm. She's a fighter. She she kills sh- stuff real dead, and she does a good job making them real dead. So. Boys, boys, I know what you're thinking. You you can't fix her though. She's not no, fixable. You can't, you can't fix this one. Um, Shadowheart, and, uh, yeah. yeah, Shadowheart. Yeah, can we can try Shadow- and fix her, gentlemen. Fix Shadow Shadowheart may be my boo. Yeah, she may be the next Ashley. She, but we'll see. Well, we'll see. Shadowheart is the most romanced character from. Oh really? Like, oh, that's yeah, right. That's right. That's from the stats. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, uh, uh, you know, funny enough, like after that conversation, uh, I actually ran into the, uh, to the point where I could either, uh, go down a romance path with, uh, Lazelle, the Githyanki, or I could go down the one with Shadowheart. I was planning on going Shadowheart anyway. And I was like, well, let me see what happens with Lazelle. And Yeah. She's just as much of a bitch in bed too. So <laughs> <laughs> it was uh she's uh 
uh, gentlemen, if you're looking for the femdom option, there you go. That's that's where mm-hmm. you're going. <laughs> um, but uh, you know, just overall, the the like so many uh, different types of conversations, so many ways to get out of combat. Uh, like you could you could get through a lot of this game without getting into fights. Yeah, you know, it's, they it's they totally give you a lot of options. Um, especially if you're going bard, especially, you know, if you're going a charismatic route, um, the, the, the way you can use persuasion, deception, and, um, what's the other one? Intimidation. Those, all three, all three of those are using charisma. Um, so the use, you know, the way you can use those to get through things, it's, it's rather incredible how they put it all together. Good. Good stuff. Um, so, so Jason, I'm going to cause some beef between you, between you two. Uh Um, so, uh, Chris says that you don't know shit Mm. because of, uh, a specific party member that you didn't gel with. Uh Oh, what Chris, uh, you, you, you basically, who's the NPC's name or the party member's name? The, uh, the undead guy who can respect you Withers. Withers. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so apparently you said, Chris, that Withers is an amazing character, a lot of functionality. And he's a, you, and, and he's I quote a, you, and I quote you, Jason A. Stryker don't know shit is what you said. That is not what I said. That is not <laughs> No, I, no, Jason explained a lot of what Withers can do, but, right. but if I remember correctly, knew what he yeah, before he does. knew right. completely what Withers does mm-hmm. and, uh, like the biggest thing that Withers does and he, is he lets you respect and yeah. that's like the biggest biggest thing mm-hmm. because you get to go and play around however you want you know it's like you you can if you if you start as a fighter and say you know what fighter's not doing it for me i want to play warlock mm-hmm. you can do that um I, I i told you last week that uh, uh i was i was doing like a paladin warlock multi-class um so right now i'm still level four i got two levels of paladin i got two levels of warlock and that's working for me right now um, but the problem is at level five paladins get an extra attack. Just so I'm going to go back and respect just so I can get my extra attack. <laughs> I'm going to respect into all paladin. And then after I have five levels of paladin, I'm going to spec back into warlock to get my warlock slots back. So it withers gives you a lot of flexibility on how you want to play the game mm-hmm. and what character you want to do, create. Um, and it's pretty and, cheap too. So it's like, yeah, it's a hundred gold, which okay. is, relatively easy to get if you're a few hours in yeah okay so um i think like my my primary run right now i've got close to four or five thousand plus gold um and i even i haven't even sold all the all the crap that i've got in Mm -hmm. my camp right now so um i think that's one of the things that's missing is like i i feel like you need some sort of trader at your camp because you can send all this shit back to your camp to manage your inventory, but then you got to get it out and find a trader so you can actually get rid of it. Oh, so. I feel like I feel like at some point in the game, there's a they can't have an hu- a hub space without like someone to like sell stuff to. I feel you know I Crystal's way farther than me, and I asked her, and she's like, nope. No <laughs> Crystal's in Act her. Three right now. She's like she's like a fourth of the way through Act Three, and uh, and yeah, she told me she hasn't seen that yet. So I don't know, but. Uh, yeah, the characters are all very interesting and they all get their um their centralized story pieces. Uh so right now uh in act 1 you get a lot with Lazelle if you pick her up. Act 2 apparently has a lot about Shadowheart. Um 
and yeah. like act three has a lot about um shoot what is his name the vampire the rogue azariel or something azari yeah something like that but yeah Azarius. so so they're like and that's kind of why i say it feels very D D because when if you have a good gm in D D, then your character's background is going to get integrated into the story that the gm is trying to tell mm-hmm. um and and they're gonna uh um they're they're going to create new storylines and new and new hooks to to uh, make it more interesting based on your mm-hmm. character's background and they're doing that in this game like all the npcs have these hooks um and these these things where you can go out and kind of explore who they are mm-hmm. like crystal has gone through a lot of uh of the va- vampire storyline and she said like she she's telling me that at first she wanted nothing to do with the guy and like his shit is tragic like mm-hmm. he is just a, a, a like yeah it, just go through his story if you have the opportunity because like his shit is tragic it really is um but yeah it's it's uh a very i have it's been a while i don't think i've ever seen any storytelling like this in a game you know even Ooh, with wow. mass effect that's so. a that's a bold statement you there, can son. you can yeah. completely miss yeah i missed a, a ton of shit i missed the gith yankee girl uh yeah and chris saying that yeah which is crazy yeah like, like i i had no idea where she was i i i'm like maybe she'll pop up later in the game or something like that but yeah nope no, she's just there right at the beginning, and I completely walked by her and have not missed her. That's the thing; is like I'm yeah. still getting she, a ton of storyline. Uh, even there, there her. is a a point where you are supposed to interact with a like a Githyanki guard, like a, a a group. Okay. Um. So it may run. You may get to the point where you run into, um, that and and she's maybe with them i don't know because one of the things that i found out because I, like early on i was watching some videos and i and they were talking about how um you know you run into shadowheart after that the main opening sequence and she's trying to get in this door you know that that's a little like uh and she's like trying to get through a door and pick a lock and i'm like that's not what happened to me she was just laying on the ground and oh, come yeah. to find out yeah come to find out if you save her she's laying on the ground okay. if you don't save her she ends up at the like trying to get in that first door that you're trying to get through gotcha. to get into the cathedral. So they do things like that, where if you miss characters, you might pick them up somewhere else. Oh, um, yeah. So hopefully, hopefully that's what happens with you uh, because she may be a bitch, but man, she hits hard, you know, yeah. <laughs> and fighters at higher, once they get to level 11, they get three attacks mm-hmm. and that's where you start Damn. hitting really, really hard. Damn. So it's, it's crazy to think that there is a, possibility that jason can go through the entirety of the game and not see a main character that's like on the box art on the box art yep so i i agree with chris i think there is a moment in the game where like she will cross your path again and you can recruit her then um i see that as being most sense yeah yeah but i think that makes sense yeah if there I, I love the idea of the fact there's a main character that you could just not not miss recruiting. Like, did, you, did you see her see her at all? Like you just didn't. Nope. Well, no, you see her. You see her in the opening sequence, right? She's right, there in the opening sequence. His, his character didn't come across her. Um, well, that's no, crazy that's what I mean. Me. His character comes across her in the opening sequence. But once that opening sequence is complete once the ship and you crashes, yeah. Yeah, once okay. the ship crashes, 
um, you're all separated. So it's about finding, you know, trying to find people that could help you with your quest. Mm-hmm. Um, and at that point, you could very much completely miss uh, where Lazel is. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I just gave you an I just gave you one thought where I think she could be. But it, you could completely miss that, too. So you you could very well never see her. Like, I have no idea. Yeah, I'm actually very interested to hear what happens. I know. Like, you I, I thought moving about, forward, I thought about going back to to get her. Um, yeah, it, it would be easy because it was just just barely off the the beaten path. Uh, sure. Mm-hmm. But I think I'm gonna like just let her be. One, she's a bitch. Two, she's a bitch. I I kind of want to f- see how this shakes out. How this? I I agree. Out. And do you have the barbarian already? The tiefling barbarian? Yeah, I do. Yeah. yeah. So you you've got you're good. You don't you don't necessarily need that that fighter because you're already a paladin. So you're already yeah. hitting hard. Yep. And then. Um, so you got a part, you got your paladin, you got your cleric, you've got your barbarian. And then who's the other character that you're running with? No, I got a rogue and a mage. Um, Oh, rogue and a mage. Okay. But you could get the barbarian if you wanted to. Yep. Yeah. I can bring her in at any point. She seems awesome. She is. And she's hilarious. She's absolutely hilarious. Did you track down the people that she was, that, that, uh, she was had a con her confrontation with? No, you should absolutely do that get her in your party and go track them down because it is oh, hilarious. Ones, okay. Maybe, uh, but she wasn't in my group at the time. I oh, think I, okay. I okay. think I came across them. Yeah. Um, yeah. Cause I got something from them that I really wanted. I killed them. Killed them. Um, it was worth it. <laughs> they weren't really paladins. Don't worry about it. Uh, they're fine. Everybody, <laughs> I think Chris froze up. By the way, so we're gonna we're gonna stall for time. Okay. Um, any other questions? So, so yeah, yeah, sure. Like, so do you now that you're you're like you're double digit hours into it? Easy. Yeah, I'm like um, twenty hours into it. So, do you think that you're gonna finish? Hey, I'm back. Hey, welcome back. <laughs> you welcome. I don't even know you were gone. It's fine. I know. I, I'm sure you didn't. <laughs> I did. I missed you. So. So do you think that you're going to you're going to finish it? I mean, we're talking like 100 plus hours on this joint. So there's a very good chance. That's yeah. a very good question. Yeah. I don't know if I will or not, but really? I'm going to have fun playing it while I am. Yeah, uh, it's, I'm going to have fun playing it. it. It's been the only thing that's um, like really occupied my thought process uh, mm-hmm. for the past few weeks, for sure. Um, and I don't get the normal like anxiety of our guilt you know, that I've been having as of late. Mm-hmm. When I'm playing this no, game. I, I get it. Yeah. Um, yeah. so yeah, there's a, there's a good chance, but we are talking, you know, you know, more than a hundred hours. So, uh, we'll see, you know, but I, I put, you know, a considerable amount into final fantasy, which I normally yeah. don't do. Um, so yeah, uh, we'll see, but I, I would really like to see this through, uh, and see where this, this ends up for sure. I, I'm I'm more excited. I mean, obviously, I'm excited to play the game and get through it, but I'm more excited about the thought of three months from now, us getting together and discussing our experience, what sure. we saw, what we didn't saw, or what we didn't see. Right. And, this this um, could be a very lengthy spoiler episode, like yeah. if we were to actually do one of those again. Yeah. Um, and yeah, there's so much. 
Yeah, because we start off as like, okay, and we start here, and it's like, no, I didn't start there. No. I didn't start there. <laughs> no, Who's that? No. I didn't get that person. No, I didn't, I didn't I didn't talk to them. She wasn't on the beach. What are you talking about? <laughs> the what? The, the who? Hag? What? Um no, but uh Jason, before I my internet hicked up hiccuped, mm-hmm. we were talking about the barbarian. I can't remember her name. And like the quest that she goes out for, if you bring her on that quest, yep. like after you finish, she like if you uh, uh, well, I think if she's already rage, if she's already raged, she just starts going around that house and just destroying everything no in way. the fucking house, oh, cool. man. It's hilarious. And then she finishes and she's like, "Whoo, I feel better. Nice. <laughs> it's <laughs> great. <laughs> she seems it's good stuff, right. man. Yeah, yeah, she's fun. But uh, the 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 multiplayer was uh, it was fun. Mm-hmm. It was a little weird because they don't allow you uh. to shuffle who's with who. So mm-hmm. like when so we tried it twice, right? As far so as we can tell, and, anyway. Yeah, I'm... yeah. As far as we can tell, um, we tried it twice, and we'll talk about why we tried it twice later. Um, but the when we were going through it the second time. Uh, there was a point where Jason had control of the two NPCs that were in our party. Um, and we were trying to move one of the NPCs to group up with me. So I would have control over one of them and he would have control over one of them. And we couldn't figure out how to do that. Um, after we landed on the beach, um, I went up to one of the characters and, and interacted with them first, which was Shadowheart. She's the first person you kind of run into. Um, and when I did, she joined my group. And I was insanely um, jealous. <laughs> <laughs> and then the next person that we found, I was like, all right, well, Jason, why don't you go talk to them so that they, and maybe they'll end up in your group. And that's what ended up happening. So mm. for some, we, we, we just kind of realized that if you, whoever initiates the dialogue, they end up kind of joining that like sub party. Um, so it is just just an unusual thing that we ran into yeah um but overall i mean it, it was very functional uh if uh if the party members if you have party members uh in, in the same like in a row in, in initiative so like if if jason and i are if jason's up if it's jason's turn and i'm next like he and i can both move at the same time and and take our actions at the same time mm-hmm. um so that worked really well and that goes the same for the npcs that we're controlling um so i thought that was that was interesting mm-hmm. uh but uh overall it was it was uh i thought it was a pretty good experience yeah it's it got some they have some kinks they need to work out but um i could definitely see myself like you know i could see i could see like i, I know jeff's not gonna get it but like the four of us playing on like a weekly basis for like two three hours that well, would be fun I, I it would be a lot gonna, of fun i definitely think he's gonna buy it actually i think you he's think gonna so? get it too yeah. i think yeah. so yeah he, he jeff can't be too. he can't he can't be the only person not playing a game like he will not allow that yeah <laughs> not only that, he does genuinely seem like interested in it because he, he bought yeah. divinity too and has been playing that and doesn't really, really yeah he doesn't really want to put it down either um, oh, really he's gonna burn himself out I think. yeah i i, I, I was thinking that, that too i was just like man wow like 100 hour game like yeah. like strategy based rpg and then jumping directly into another one in the midst I've, of a huge like yep like cavalcade of games like ooh, that's I yeah i have never played the divinity games but this is making me kind of want to go back and check them out not now obviously but there's a um, there's a reason why larian is working on this this IP. yeah yes yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
it's yeah it's definitely apparently very much in their wheelhouse so mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um there was also a humble bundle for all the for the the previous Baldur's gate games yeah i picked that up too good um so i i don't know if i'll ever play them but i paid 15 dollars and got all of them so yep. <laughs> i'm good yeah <laughs> i didn't know uh, neverwinter nights hell yeah yeah I yeah, didn't I didn't too. play uh I didn't play Divinity Original Sin one or two, but I did play Pillars of Eternity Eternity mm-hmm. one and two. Okay. Yeah. And those were really, really strong, uh strong games. I like the first one a little bit better. Um, uh, but I played all the way through that. Um Really? Wow, dude. You you're oh, gonna yeah, love yeah, Boulder yeah. Skate, man. You are going to I'm, love Boulder Skate. <laughs> I'm excited, man. I'm excited. Like watching all these assholes play it on TikTok is driving mm-hmm. me insane. Yeah, I am probably going to be double dipping. I'm, I'm trying to figure out if I'm going to uh, yeah, what I'm going to do there for it. I wonder what I'm going to do. You guys hold off on the double. Di- this is my yeah. opinion. Hold off on the double dipping um, because like I'm going to want to play this game solo the majority of the time. Like it'll be it, it'll be difficult for me to want to really focus at the mm-hmm. same like. In, in parallel focusing on my solo experience and doing like in immediately jumping into like a, a, a group play. So like group play is going to take some time for me to like want to jump into because the majority of my time will be on solo time. Yeah. But it's not just this group that I'm going to be playing with. There's that's fair. There's some other people that, that, that are picking it up on PS five as well. So we'll see what happens. Chris and all his friends. Yeah. Jeez. I, I don't. I, I I gotta put a limit on how many how many of these campaigns I'm gonna run, though. Seriously, <laughs> <laughs> have you played any live action D and D since Baldur's Gate came out? Chris? Uh, let me think. We played since Baldur's Gate came out because I feel like everybody in your group would be playing the game. So like, they actually would... no. Like one of my tabletop groups is not playing it, and I was pretty surprised at that. That like, does they... not surprise me uh yeah it it it, it does to me because it's kind of right up their alley but Mm -hmm. um i i don't think i have actually now that i think about it um because it came out went to gen con we actually had a session that was supposed to happen that weekend so we canceled that session and then we had a session that was supposed to happen the next weekend and it got postponed so yeah we haven't we haven't played so um, but not not because we don't want to. It's just because we uh, uh, life gets in the way sometimes. Um, but uh, but Crystal Crystal is actually running a campaign for the kids and I just on Sundays, and we actually didn't do that either because she was recovering from being sick. So, um, but yeah, just, while she was just... in the bedroom, door locked, Boulder's Gate. <laughs> I'm not going to say that wasn't happening, but you know. <laughs> um, yeah. In any other final thoughts? Um, yeah, yeah, I, I guess I'm, I'm torn with the multiplayer stuff. Like I, I can definitely see where Travis is coming from, um, and yeah. wanting that to be a, a solo experience. And that's the most optimal way of playing. Uh, mm-hmm. uh the multiplayer does kind of slow things down a little bit, you know, especially mm-hmm. with like just situations where, uh, Chris is talking to an NPC, a shopkeeper or something like that, a, a trader, and I can't. Uh, I can't yeah, interact that's true. with them at all. So uh, there's things like that that, that mm-hmm. kind of put a, a, I don't know, not a downer really, but. Um, now can can Chris, can Chris like switch to you so you can take control of the conversation if I, at some point? If I or? remove myself from the conversation. So there's two, there's two different things here. So the first thing is 
um, when you're interacting with a, uh, a merchant. Uh-huh. When, if you're interacting with a merchant and actively making a transaction, then another player cannot interact with that merchant. You can talk to them, but you, you don't get the options to trade with them. Right. Right. Yeah. Okay. Um, when right. someone is when someone initiates conversation, um, you can actually like you, if you're not near that person for that conversation, you're not involved in it at all. Oh, well, like you're just still yeah, walking around doing whatever you want. Um, yeah. And it's it's they actually it's it's really well done how they do it like you actually yeah. have to walk up to the people that are in their conversation and then it lights up and says listen so you and then you push the button and it actually shows you the dialogue that's happening oh. and you don't get to actually choose any of the dialogue but i i didn't know this until jason tried it jason actually clicked on it while i was in a conversation and you could basically vote for which entry of the conversation you want to That's cool. uh, to mention. So it was it, it's, it's it's interesting how they handle that. And and while you're uh, while someone's in a conversation, if you're listening, you can just walk away. You can bail out of the conversation and just leave and go do whatever it is you want to do. So, uh, you know, props to them for that, because that's that's really impressive. Really, to, really to interesting. able to do that. Yeah. I'm, I'm continually finding new things that is like, wow, they really pay attention to this or they put a lot of work into this. Uh, There's a, mm-hmm. it, it's a lot of thought into yeah. how all this stuff works together, you know? Um, and, and I think that's, what's most impressive because there's, there's little things that you don't even realize are important until you see them. And then it, it's, it's like a realization that it's like, wow, I wonder why we haven't thought of that before. Mm-hmm. You know, it's one of those things. Sounds good. Yeah. Good stuff. All right. Uh, if we're all set, we can move on to news. Yeah. New, 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 new. What have we got for the news? Uh, all right. So I put a couple of things in there. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna start off with a couple of delays. Ooh. All right. So a couple of games were delayed. So uh, the first one uh, announced on Twitter uh, by the Alan Wake team. Alan, Alan Wake Two delayed. Uh, an update from Alan Wake Two team. We're moving. Uh, we're moving Alan Wake Two's launch from October seventeenth just to October twenty seventh. Okay. October is an amazing month for game launches, and we hope this date shifts. Uh, the date shift gives more space for everyone to enjoy their favorite games. And alongside that. Also, Ubisoft announced that Assassin's Creed Mirage is also going to be coming out a week early. Uh, The game originally was supposed to come out on October 12th, five days before the original Alan Wake's release. Um, But they moved it up ahead to October 5th. So Assassin's Creed moved up to the 5th, uh, back to October 27th for, um, for Alan Wake 2. And it's clearly because... (laughs) <laughs> did, did in the center of of uh of october we have a new mario mm-hmm. <laughs> and spider-man, and Spider-Man. Too. <laughs> so like you know what these are probably these are probably smart decisions this so, was very um, strategically you know, planned complete <laughs> coincidence i don't know what you're yes. talking about no i think i think for for two games you know assassin's creed mirage is probably going to be somewhere around like a 30 hour game alan wake 2 is probably going to be a 15 to 20 hour game um in in a sea of games where like a hundred hours is going to be the the minimum, you know, when you look yeah. at Starfield, when you look at Baldur's Gate coming out a month after uh, for consoles, um, I, like yeah, I mean, I, I think this is a good this is a good move. I think they're still going to be inundated with a lot of games around them. Sure. Um, but yeah, to move away from Spider Man is probably the smartest 
yeah, the smartest Because where they're at, it's like Alan Wake 2. I could buy Alan Wake 2 or I could wait three days and get Spider-Man and or Super Mario Brothers Wonder. Mm-hmm. You know, Alan Wake, yeah. I mean, that might be, might have been a good decision. Yeah, I agree. Especially, if, like I said, for a game that's going to be like 15 hours long, like you don't want someone to say, well, I'll get it later. You, They want to sell that game immediately. So, um, yeah, yeah. Good, uh, good moves all across the board. Now, when we're talking about good moves, there are some people that will think that this is not a good move, but I say, why not? Microsoft's Xbox 360 store to close in July 2024. Microsoft is preparing to close down its Xbox 360 store and the Xbox 360 marketplace on July 29th, 2024. So next year, Xbox 360 owners will no longer be able to purchase new Xbox 360 games, DLC, or any other content from the Xbox 360 store next year. July and the Xbox marketplace, the 360 marketplace that includes avatars and games will also be closed to new purchases. Uh, now, if you already own a bunch of Xbox 360 digital games, they'll continue to be playable. You just won't be able to purchase new games or DLC from the service. Um, so like games will still get patched and things like that, right? That's kind of what sure. it sounds like. Like you still be able okay. to download. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. obviously. Yeah. Um, just no new purchases. That's one of my, that's one of my biggest fears. Like as someone who doesn't really get rid of stuff, um, with like from the PS3, 360 generation forward, like considering how things get patched along the way, like what, what is that? What happens when those services go away? You know? So I think Um, you need to concern for me. I think you need to worry about this situation for consoles that are 10 years old, right? Like, a lot of these are being digitized and through backwards compatibility can be purchased on modern day consoles. Now I know that there is a long, long, long laundry list of games that are not backwards compatible currently that people do own that can only play if they keep their Xbox 360 powered up. And I know a lot of people don't want to do that. They would much prefer a situation where they can just play it on their current gen console. So I, I don't have a problem with this because look, it's the 360. Like it's it's got to go. At some point, you cannot keep it alive. At some point, and this is at a point in this specific generation where like we really didn't know where we were going. Digital, physical, like it was still kind of in the air. We knew digital was a big thing that was happening, but we just didn't see it. Now when PS4 and now this generation comes along, like digital is humongous now. Um, I don't think that we'll, we'll be having as much of these issues with games that we're currently playing now that we want to hold on to versus games from a decade ago, over a decade ago that um, were kind of in this physical digital flux. So, so, so here's what I'll say about that. Like, I, I do agree it's less of an issue with the well, I'll say this. It was if, I feel like it's less of an issue for the last two generation of consoles because those were built on very similar architecture. And it seems like that's going to be a continuing thing. So PlayStation 6 is going to still be on 8086 hardware. Um, So most of that stuff should still be backwards compatible. So I think that's fine. The 360 and the PS3 were not that. So Mm -hmm. a lot of those games, if they haven't already been translated to 8086 hardware or, you know, changed, you know, had those, those, those changes to make it run on that, those, some of those games may never be playable if, if you know, if, if you don't have like if, uh, for instance, what's what's an example of 
a game on PS3, Heavenly Sword. You guys remember mm. that one? Yeah, yeah. So Heavenly Sword, I don't think that's out on anything else, right? It's only on PS3. Just PS3. Yeah. Right. So if if I have a brand new PS3 or or a a, a PS3 with a, a wiped hard drive and PSN for the PS3 is no longer available, do I still get to play that game? You see what I'm getting at? Um, oh sure. Yeah. I I think I think the answer to that question is yes because the game is still on the disc for that for that generation, right? Um, but any of the patches and stuff are just gone. Like I don't I don't I'm I'm that's what I'm kind of thinking about. It's like how does that work? Yeah. So. And at least they they keep patches up, uh, just kind of like in per- perpetuity, right? Mm-hmm. I hope so. That's yeah. what I'm hoping. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's the hope. Um, I, I'm pretty sure that's how that works though, but. Yeah. Fingers crossed. I don't know. Yep. Fingers crossed. Yeah. What else um, we got? So I, 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 I want to touch on one thing on this Xbox 360 store closure. Um, sure. I, got, I have a little bit of a dog in this race. I have been wanting, because I still have my 360 and everything, but I, I have been wanting to bring uh, my Rock Band collection back into my life. Sure. And have like my, you know, I have... Uh, hundreds of dollars in downloaded songs and i've been wanting to hook my system back up jump in there log on xbox live make sure you know like kind of take stock of all my all my tracks and go through and uh maybe buy some new ones now i'm on the clock now i have to do that if i really want to make this thing happen so it's just kind of something that just like popped in my head. Like, oh crap, like I really wanted to get back in the rock band yeah. and get my collection back. And I don't want to play four. I don't, my collection's not there. So my, three, six, my 360 may turn into my rock band machine. Hmm. Who knows? We'll see. Um, if you want to know, or if you were wanting to know when you can preload Starfield, well, now you get a better idea. So those who own an Xbox Series S or X or a PC with the Xbox app, Xbox app can preload Starfield on August 17th. Players on Steam have to wait much longer as preloading on that platform occurs on August 30th. If you bought the wow. premium or the Constellation edition, physically or digitally, you'll be able to gain access to Starfield five days early on September 1st. Otherwise, September 6th is your date. And on Xbox, the game clocks in at 126 gigs. <laughs> on PC, the game will take up around 140 gigabytes. Whoa. So I have a, so I have a question about this. Is that news? Like I put this on here, so I'm actually asking the question: Is that news? Like, why is it? For, is, for does preload, it matter? Because, yeah, it for does. a preload, it does. When we're talking about internet speeds and bandwidth caps and shit like that, people want to know, like, as soon as they're able to start preloading shit. Um, hmm you know, you've got a 140 gigabyte file that you've got to have come in um, and you want to be available for that. You want to make sure that you're downloading as soon as possible. Um, if you have bad internet speed, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, that, that, that's yeah, my thought. I guess process. that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Now that now I, I guess that makes sense because when my, my experience with Baldur's gate was that we were on the road and I was trying to download it on my steam deck, right. So that we could, actually create characters and play it while we were away. And that was pretty awful. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I guess that makes sense. But, but even with the, how awful it was, it still only took one day. It's like, I don't, I guess I don't, I don't see it as that big of a deal that, that steam doesn't get it until August 30th. Cause you're still going to be able to, well, 
the hope is that you're still able to download it before September 1st if you are a, you know, a, a premium or a Constellation Edition purchaser. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. What do you guys think? <laughs> Tell us in the comments or send us a <laughs> message. I'm I'm curious to what people think about like preloading two weeks early and if that's if that's a thing, if that's important. That seems um, like a, a pretty big window though. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Okay. Yeah. Um cool. yeah, a lot of talk about massively huge games, internet speeds. Well, I hope you guys get your internet internet speeds fixed in due time because Epic Games is bringing crossplay tools for developers to consoles. So Epic Games is expanding its cross uh, crossplay tools available as a part of Epic Online services from PC to PlayStation, Xbox, and the Nintendo Switch. Um, the change could mean that developers will be able to more easily bring crossplay multiplayer into their games. The company first introduced cross uh, crossplay tools in June 2022, but at that time, they only worked to let games support crossplay across the Epic Game Store and Steam. The tools offer a special overlay that offers ubiquitous ways to authenticate players, streamline friend management, and provide game invite and joinability functionality that's designed to be compliant with native platform requirements. This cannot happen fast enough. Seriously, yeah. This is this is this is good. Yeah, this is a, this is a good make good for the industry as a whole. This doesn't just help the Epic Game Store or, or anything right. like that. So um good on them thank you uh, epic um as somebody who's you know moderately invested in that ecosystem mm-hmm. I, i'm yeah all for it because you know sometimes um i'll have a game on epic and i want to be able to play with with jeff or something like that and we can't because he's just a console uh dimwit um <laughs> sorry uh <laughs> i am too so i'm i i right. I, I, I laugh be nice I jason be sorry. nice <laughs> Sorry. He's our brother, man. I know. I know. That's why, <laughs> that's why I pick. That's why you pick. It's fair. <laughs> um, yeah, I wish, I wish, uh, you know, I wish there were other companies, one specifically that would, uh, you know, do this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. It, it's it's going to be nice to have those tools like available, like industry wide as a whole. That's yeah. cool. Good for yeah. You. And it feels good that Epic's doing it because Epic did it with their graphics engine and shared that with everybody. And now hopefully this can be just as successful as Unreal was. Um, So uh, let's talk about success with patches and hotfixes because Larian did not do it. They stumbled on hotfix number four. Yesterday, Larian Studios released Baldur's Gate 3 hotfix 4, which the studio had to roll back due to save issues plaguing gamers. Today, the studio has released the Baldur's Gate 3 update for August 17th, which redeploys Hotfix 4. Um, yeah. I'm going to re- I'm gonna read the statement real quick, and then I'll <laughs> let you guys talk about it. I'm not going to read the whole damn thing. I'm just going to read the actual quote. Uh, so uh, here's a statement released by studi- the, the studio on what happened yesterday. Quote, players who had downloaded Hotfix 4 were unable to continue from their Hotfix 4 saves once we had rolled back the patch. While this is not okay, rolling back the patch in order to diagnose the problem and limit those exposed to it was the lesser of two evils. We truly appreciate your patience and understanding while we worked to understand the problem. Um, so what happened, Chris? So, yeah, essentially, uh, the we ran into this yesterday 
Um, when Jason and I jumped on earlier in the afternoon, we quickly ran through, created our characters, and we went mm -hmm. through like the first, like the first fight, and that was pretty much it. Like, right. and and then Jason had to go. And uh, when we came back, we couldn't load that save anymore. It wasn't available. So when they rolled My back the hotfix, all of the all of the <laughs> saves, yeah, all the saves that happened. If you started the game with hotfix patch with hotfix four available and saved that save was no longer available mm. it was it, it was uh essentially it would tell you that you were on the wrong version of the game mm -hmm. um so what mm. that's why last night jason and i ended up having role characters again and we ended up playing it again so but, but luckily we were only literally like five minutes into the game so it wasn't that big of a deal um but there you know there's people that were out there they put it like you know yeah. like five ten hours into the game that during that time you know and come to find out you can't start that up once they roll back the patch uh it's kind of frustrating but the good news is that if you were patient um then those saves now work again from mm. what i understand um but uh uh, I, I I don't know that for sure. I haven't actually tried to boot up my save because I I didn't go back to my single player game after Jason and I finished up last night. Um, so I haven't checked my single player game. But uh, the the big thing about this was um, the 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 hotfix went through uh, like goes through their normal QA cycle, right? And what turned out to happen, and they explained this in their statement, they messed up on the version number, so they went back and change just change the version number and that's it and then rebuilt the game for release for hotfix 4 and there was a compiler error which is extremely rare and and they say this in the article but i will also say this from my experience as a developer and as a manager of developers like compiler errors are pretty rare uh hmm. But apparently they 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 did the the rebuild with the new version number. There was a compiler error, and because that build didn't go through their normal QA pipeline when it launched, it caused mm. issues. Whoops. And and uh, I did run into one of those issues after Jason and I um, uh, played our initial run. Um, I played a little bit of my single player campaign, and the. Uh, uh, the barbarian that we were talking about uh i was in the middle of a fight and i used uh like more more of just a funny funny coincidence i used reckless attack mm -hmm. and she came down hit with the attack and the game crashed and i was like she hit that motherfucker so hard the game crashed <laughs> it's a but, it's a uh, it's a feature that's right. It's a feature, it's a but, feature. um, Emerson. but yeah, so I, I did end <laughs> up, uh, uh, experiencing one of the crashes and, uh, they were pretty widespread apparently. Um, like while Jason and I were playing multiplayer, we didn't run into one, but it didn't take long for me to run into one afterwards. Yeah. All you, all you PC scrubs can take the brunt of the bugs and we can get those patches and hot fixes. So us mm. console players can be ready for the game with no problems. Mm -hmm. That's how that's going to work. It's sure exactly how it's going to happen. That's exactly how it's going to work. <laughs> and then from that point on, I'm going to be like, every game should come out on PC for a month before. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then you'll roll that back because it's like, I, now I'm jealous of every game because I want to play them all. Very uh, cool. Boys. Yo. That's that's news. Shit.
I feel up to date. How about you? I feel like I know what's happening. I feel like I I'm know in the buzz. The know. You know? I do. I know. All I right. know now. Now I know. <laughs> cool uh and once again uh we we didn't really uh pry too much for uh the end question that jeff put out so we're gonna hold on that since he's not with us today um we but i think that's our he does so. show gents yeah we, we can't do it without him we can't do the, the, those questions without him so um how you guys feeling anything before we wrap up and get out of here uh, ready for more Bones gate i need a video yeah me too what time is it 10 30 i got some time I can put put some Baldur's Gate in. I might like find something on Game Pass, see if anything tickles me. There you go. Hmm. Hmm. Good stuff. Well, thank you all very much for listening. We hope you enjoyed the show. If you did, please tell a few friends about us. Uh, Please like and subscribe. That helps us out a lot. Um, And uh, check out our link tree right below us right here uh, at interactivedistractions.com. And I think that is a show, gents. So until next time, my name is Chris. I'm Jason. I'm your boy, Travis. Play your games. And we'll talk to you next week.